This is Scientific American's 60-Second Science. I'm Christopher Intagliata. Got a minute? A malaria infection begins when a mosquito injects the plasmodium parasite into the blood. But getting sick is not a certain outcome. The vast majority of people really only develop either mild malaria or even asymptomatic infections. Nathan Schmidt, a cellular immunologist at the University of Louisville. It's a very small subset of the hundreds of millions of cases that progress to severe malaria. Now, some of the variation in illness severity is genetic, or whether the patient's partially immune thanks to past exposures. But Schmidt and his colleagues have found another factor that could influence the disease, the host microbiome. The first clue came during an experiment in lab mice, because even though the mice were almost identical genetically, mice that had been bought from different vendors showed variability in their response to infection by the malaria parasite. Turns out, the mice had different microbiomes. So the researchers did more tests. They transplanted the gut bugs of both the resistant and the susceptible animals into other mice that had no gut bacteria. And again, mice that now had the resistant microbial mix were spared the worst of a malaria infection, possibly through some sort of booster effect on their immune system, thanks to the microbes. The study appears in the Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences. As for optimizing our microbiomes? I think that we're pretty far away from you know, this having any kind of real therapeutic potential uh, for humans. Yogurt alone, for example, didn't much help the mice. But if and when we do find the right recipe for the anti-malarial microbiome, the researchers say, it could lessen the parasite's effects and perhaps save thousands of lives. Thanks for the minute. For Scientific American's 60 Second Science, I'm Christopher Indagliata.